Hey, everybody. Welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. This podcast is a place where we talk about and normalize all things mental health, grief, divorce, depression, faith, navigating life in your 20s and 30s. And I share a little bit about what I've learned mostly the hard way along the way. Hope you guys are having a fabulous week and welcome to Mental Health Monday. And so Mental Health Monday is a segment that I do every single Monday where I talk about something in the world of mental health and some lessons that I have learned along the way. So this episode is going to be a little bit of a deep dive into my journey with mental health over probably the past maybe five years or so, but I'm really going to specifically focus on really the last probably three years because the last three years has really been a time where my mental health has struggled the most and whenever I was going through all these different phases and challenges with my mental health journey, there was not a lot of resources or normalization around people struggling with mental health. And I would say more specifically within the world of depression. And so I would say anxiety is somewhat becoming normalized in the world of mental health. But whenever I was really struggling with depression, that was definitely something that was not really talked about or normalized in the world. And so that's what I want to share with you guys today is I want to share with you guys my journey with mental health and some of the different stages where my mental health has really struggled and some of the things that I've done to get it back on track. Okay, so probably whenever I first started to realize that I had anxiety was probably when I was in my mid-20s. And there was a time where I had just gotten my first corporate HR job. And at the same time, I was going back to school to get my master's in HR. And at this time, I was really struggling with uh, imposter syndrome, not feeling like I was good enough, feeling like I was spread too thin, really all these sorts of things. And my anxiety got really, really bad to the point where I was uh, like throwing up and all these weird things. And so finally I went to a doctor and literally I ended up seeing like GI specialists because they thought uh, like there was something wrong. Like maybe I had, they tested me for Crohn's disease and like all these different things. And then finally we discovered that the problem was that I had developed pretty severe anxiety and because I didn't have a way to de- like to deal with this anxiety and I didn't have resources or tools to navigate it, it was uh, causing physical effects on my body where I was literally like feeling sick, not able to eat, all these different things. So at the time, they really recommended that I get on some anxiety medication just in the meantime to kind of uh, um, maybe like level that out in my nervous system. And I said, thanks, but no thanks. I'm not the kind of person that needs anxiety medicine. I'm offended that you would think that and going to handle this on my own. And they said, cool, well, you need to at least go to an anxiety therapist then. I said, fine. So I went to an anxiety therapist very begrudgingly and... uh, basically went for, you know, a couple sessions and then was like, Oh, I'm cured. Thanks for your help. Off to the next thing. And then I really struggled with what I can now identify as really bad underlying anxiety. 
over the next couple years. And then uh, during the time that I lost my dad and the business that I was working for got sold and my marriage was imploding. All of those things combined in such a small amount of time really caused me to have really severe depression, have really severe anxiety, and it took me back to the place where I literally could not eat because I was so anxious. I was like having yogurt smoothies because I could not keep down regular food. And anxiety and depression literally just consumed my mind and my energy and my mental health all the time. And during this time, I really struggled with faith as well. And so if you guys have been listening to the podcast, you guys know that uh, right now I have a pretty strong faith journey, but that has not always been the case. And during the times where I really struggled with my mental health are the times that uh, I definitely struggled with faith the most because I, for whatever reason, thought like if I just prayed like, hey God, I don't want to have anxiety anymore, he should just take it away. And now what I've learned is God's given me the resources to navigate anxiety. And so now I take anxiety medication. I have a good therapist. I have tools in my toolbox to navigate when the anxiety comes up. And sometimes Faith plays into mental health, not in ways that cure your mental health, but in ways that give you the ability to overcome those mental health challenges. And so during this time, I was also really heavily relying on alcohol. I was drinking every single day. I literally could not wait to come home and have a glass of wine or a vodka soda. Like literally, I would be like salivating about it on the way home from work. And uh, so then, as you guys know, I eventually quit drinking. Now I'm in AA. But during this time, I was on and off a lot of anxiety medications at first because I had never been on any. I had now developed such severe anxiety and depression that they put me on Lexapro, then Wellbuspar, then Buspirone, then now I'm finally on a combination of drugs that work. And so now I take Prestique for anxiety. I take Buspirone for also anxiety. And then I take Trazodone. That is what I take before I go to sleep. And so five years ago, if you would have told me, hey, you take anxiety medicine multiple times a day, I would have been like, huh, not me. I'm stronger than that. I've already beat it and I've already overcome it. And I didn't realize that you should treat medication for mental health the same way that you treat anything else. If I had something wrong with my heart, I wouldn't be like, yeah, I'll beat this. No thanks on the medication. (laughs) I would be like, please give me all the drugs. And now that I have found the combination of mental health meds that work and found a psychiatrist that helped me get those and a therapist that helps me have tools in my toolbox to be able to navigate through the different spells of anxiety, I am really in a good place with my mental health, but it took me a really long time to get there. So during this time where I had gone through so many stressful and anxiety inducing things, I became really anxious, really depressed. I 
literally couldn't focus on anything besides how anxious or depressed I was that day. It literally was just consuming my mind and my body. And the only way I could somewhat escape it was with alcohol. And even the alcohol, it it didn't help, you know, it helped a little bit. It took the edge off, but not, not to give me, you know, the release that I was looking for. And then I eventually found that release through faith and meditation and taking medicine for mental health and going to therapy and all of these different things that I didn't even realize that I needed. And so for me, this started with uh, getting on mental health meds because uh, things got so bad that like I knew that that was the only option. So get on medicine for mental health. And uh, at first I was on the wrong combination of drugs. And so I was like, I don't know, I feel better, but not good. Like this is weird. Then I eventually got on the right combination of mental health meds. And I was like, oh my gosh, what a release, what a relief, like all the things. And so uh, getting on the right mental health meds basically gave my brain the serotonin and the dopamine that it was missing. And so uh, to give you guys a little cliff notes breakdown on mental health, a lot of times if you have anxiety or if you have depression, it is because uh, your mind does not have the serotonin or the dopamine that it needs in order for you to not be anxious or depressed. And so by taking medicine for mental health, you're basically taking serotonin or dopamine, getting it put into your brain. So now your brain has all the things it needs to function. So nobody explained mental health medication like that to me. And I wish somebody had because I would have been a lot more apt to give it a try during the times where I was not interested. So faith is one thing that's helped my mental health a lot. Now I have this practice where basically any time that I am anxious, I basically visualize myself just basically wrapping up that anxiety or that worry into like a little box and then giving that box to my higher power. And having faith and having a higher power that you depend on and that you have a relationship with has really allowed me to be able to let go of some of the things that I don't have control over or some of the worries that just consume my mind that really are just the pointless worries, you know, where you're worried about something and for sure that thing's never going to happen, but nonetheless, you're worried. And so that's something that I struggled with for a long time. And now having faith, I just give those things to my higher power And it's really allowed me to not be so caught up in the day-to-day worries. So the next thing I want to tell you guys about that really helped me was going to cognitive behavioral therapy. And so CBT is basically therapy that's helpful for anybody with anxiety, depression, OCD, addiction, like all of those sorts of things. And so uh, CBT has really helped me to be able to learn different things that I can do and ways to reframe my mind. And one of the biggest things that it's helped me with is I had a lot of what they call negative thinking spirals or anxiety spirals where basically your mind just starts spiraling and you can't stop it. And the next thing you know, you're worried about something that is like six levels removed from anything that could ever happen. And so that is a huge part of certain types of anxiety and definitely something that I struggled with. And so being able to learn how to identify those thought spirals and then talk myself down from them is a huge, huge skill that I've learned since going to CBT that's really helped with my anxiety, 
journey as a whole. So one thing that uh, has really helped me a lot has been being more mindful and being more focused on my mind. And I've been doing that through meditation and prayer. And so I do make an effort to meditate every day. Literally, you can meditate through a guided meditation on YouTube, like a 10 minute guided meditation super easy and uh, doing a guided meditation it doesn't make you feel like you're just like alone with your thoughts it makes you feel like you are being mindful with somebody helping you along the way so that's personally what I like about it and so starting my day by meditate meditating and praying and giving that day to God has really really helped my mental health a lot. Of course, I also take my anxiety medicine in the morning. And I also have a couple ways that I do devotionals every day. So, I have a devotional on codependency. And so codependency is really common in people with uh, mental health and addiction challenges. And so it basically goes through just one thing to focus on every day that can help you in your journey. I also make an effort to read my Bible every day and to listen to this podcast by Joyce Meyer, who she is really focused on talking about her journey with faith, but she does it in a way that is very relatable. And I really enjoy listening to her. And uh, I also have really focused on creating myself a positive environment and creating positive relationships. And so those things have really been some intangibles that have allowed me to just feel really good, really safe, and really free in my journey. Some of the other things that have helped my mental health are having creative outlets. So this podcast is a creative outlet. I've been writing, reading, doing art, just all the things. And I've really loved having a creative outlet. It's really helped my mental health and allowed me to have just something fun to spend some time on. Another thing that has really helped my mental health has been journaling about my anxiety. And so I actually have this book called, or this journal called Goodbye Anxiety. And it basically has different prompts for things that you could be anxious about. And it allows you to really get them out. And I think a lot of times by journaling or writing or sharing what you're anxious about, it takes away a lot of the power of that anxiety or that negative thinking spiral or whatever that looks like. The last thing that I want to talk about with you guys has been how long it's taken me to get my mental health in check. So if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I get it. You did 742 things and now your mental health's good. It took a long time. So I started this journey to try to get my mental health in order probably about three years ago. So the first time I did the anxiety therapist that I was talking about at the beginning of the episode, that was probably maybe five, six years ago. But most recently, it's been about three years ago that things really started to spiral and that I really started to have to start to get things in check. And so... 
I want to just be candid about how long it's taken me to get to this point because I think sometimes people share their story and they're like, oh yeah, and then I woke up one day and everything was great and that's not how it works. I think it takes a lot of building habits, a lot of changing your mind, a lot of getting the resources and the help you need. No matter if you're a strong, independent woman and you don't think you need no help, sometimes you do. And that was a lesson in itself for me really was just a learning and accepting that sometimes I do need help. It's okay to acknowledge that. And it's also okay to get that help. And uh, as you guys are really just kind of listening to this episode and reflecting on your mental health, try to maybe just pick one thing that would help your mental health. Don't think about, oh, now I have, you know, eight things to do for my mental health because that's what Madison does. Like choose what works for you based on your mental health needs. There are some people that will never need medication for mental health and that's awesome. And there are some people that will always need mental health medication. And that's also awesome because it means that you're taking care of yourself. I do have a pretty strong conviction though that pretty much everybody could benefit from therapy at some point in their life. So I do always say like, if you're really looking like, where do I start? I would say therapy or finding faith or guided meditations are really the way to start. And uh, ooh, one more thing that I didn't really touch on that I wanted to talk about in my mental health journey is my journey with AA and drinking. So I can now identify that I have had a pretty toxic relationship with alcohol really since I started drinking pretty heavily, probably when I was in college. And I can now look back and say, like, I have an addictive personality. I always drank to escape or to get blackout or because I had one drink and I couldn't stop or sometimes all of those things. And so I struggled probably for maybe like six, eight months of like, I think I have a problem, but then I would try to not think about those thoughts and then I would drink. So those thoughts would go away. And then I eventually realized like, I do have a problem. I should stop. And then whenever I quit drinking, my mental health got really bad there for a minute because since I didn't have the right mental health medications at the time, I was using alcohol to give my brain just these large, large amounts of dopamine. And then when I stopped drinking, I basically just took all that away one day and my brain was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Where is the dopamine? So I got really depressed. I had to get back on antidepressants and I eventually tried to take alcohol craving pills because I literally wanted to drink all the time. It was all I could think about. Then I eventually ended up joining AA and my therapist had really encouraged me to join AA and I was like, thanks, but no thanks. It's embarrassing enough that I'm the kind of person that had a drinking problem. Now you want me to go to a meeting and tell people about it? Like, doesn't sound like a good time to me. So nonetheless, I went to AA one day and very begrudgingly, I might add, and I can honestly say going to that first AA meeting changed the trajectory of my life because if I hadn't gone to AA, I would have slipped up and started drinking again. And in addition, AA is so, first of all, it's such a community and such a good support system. Second of all, it's so focused on faith, higher power, and knowing that you can overcome all things, including alcoholism with the help of your higher power. And so that is something that has been really, really huge for me. And my journey has been, you know, I struggled with alcohol for probably, you know, 10, 12 years. I didn't quit drinking until right before I turned 30. And, uh, 
going to AA has been one of the most influential things of being able to keep me from drinking and keep me growing in my journey without alcohol which has been something that's been really hard for me. So I also want to normalize that is that if you are struggling with alcohol, that's perfectly fine. There's some of us that just, it's integrated in our personality. Like we are going to have an addictive personality. We're going to have one drink and not be able to stop. And that doesn't mean that you're a bad person or that, that anything's wrong with you. It just means you have to make different decisions than other people do sometimes. And when you're making those decisions, you really just have to do what's best for you and make sure that you take care of yourself. All right. I think that's all the things I wanted to share with you guys on my mental health journey. That was a lot to unpack, but really kind of Cliff Notes version of how much I've struggled over the past couple of years and some of the things that I've done to help me help myself along the journey. So if you guys know somebody who could benefit from hearing some tips and tricks about mental health and also just some normalization around mental health or addiction or grief or whatever it is, please share this with a friend. Please follow along to the podcast. It's only embarrassing if your embarrassed podcast does episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. On Mondays, we unpack something in the world of mental health. On Wednesdays, I unpack just something that I've learned in the world of navigating adulting. And on Fridays, we unpack something in the world of faith. And I share a little bit about my faith journey with you guys. So hope you enjoyed this episode. I will see you on Wednesday for the next episode. And as always, happy healing, babes.